Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. This episode of Untold Physio Stories is sponsored by Edge Mobility System. Edge Mobility System is your online site for everything a PT, OT, DC, MT, ATC, or fitness pro would need. Get certified in blood flow restriction therapy or training online. Check out our full modern manual therapy seminars, ISTM toolkit, edge suspension trainer, portable tables, and more. Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com. That's E-D-G-E-M-O-B-S-Y-S.com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase. Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition. Did you know that you have less than 10 seconds to capture someone's interest in your website before they click away? How about the fact that most people are accessing your website from their phone? Save thousands and get a fully mobile, appealing, and SEO-optimized website linked to your social media, email list, and Google My Business. All for one low price and no monthly fees. Why not keep doing what you do best in your business and allow us to handle the tech side? Let's get started. Find us at edgehealthandtech.com. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with the Eclectic Approach, Modern Rehab Mastery, and Edge Mobility System. And my co-host is... Dr. Andrew Rothschild with uh, Modern Rehab Mastery, Modern Patient Education. How's it going, Andrew? Uh, it's going good. Going a goody. How are you doing? Uh, go- doing well, doing well. Um, you got a story for us, right? I do. I do have a, a little story. So... Uh, I had a patient I just emailed a couple weeks ago, uh, 82-year-old gentleman, uh, came in with an extensive um, MRI report, and it had pretty much everything that you'd probably predict for an 82-year-old gentleman, Um, multi-level degenerative changes, osteophytes, um, even changes from a previous MRI a few years earlier. Modic type one and two changes, and he'd been doing, uh, according to you know his history, really well over the summer, playing golf and walking. And this was sort of this insidious onset of sort of right posterior hip pain. He came in with a diagnosis of sciatica, and he had seen a spine a spine specialist. Um, and I know I've I think I reviewed a paper for Journal of Common Sense uh, a little while back where it talked about. You know, uh, that actually modic one type changes can have an association with low back pain, even though a lot of other degenerative, quote unquote, changes in the spine are, are very sort of poorly correlated with low back pain. Um, you know, so I, I took that, you know, with a grain of salt still. But going through his exam, um, I assume, you know, his sort of his, history wise also in terms of things that aggravated his symptoms were things like uh, standing up from sitting, lying on either side when sleeping, kind of go, uh, going upstairs, walking up like a ramp, 
um, you know, sometimes prolonged walking, those really sort of bothering his sort of posterior hip. It really wasn't even having back pain. It wasn't going down even to the knee or below the knee. And so just based on that, I'm already starting to think of, of other things and, and one thing in particular. Sounds like local sciatica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing, you know, spine movement, active spine movement, no, no symptom reproduction. It's actually normal. You know, extension was a little bit limited, causing some local back pain. But just, you know, again, 82-year-old guy, uh, you know, flexion, side bending, rotation, pretty much normal and no issues. The big thing that produces symptoms was external rotation of the hip, sort of at 90 in supine, kind of lit him up off the table. Um, and then palpation, kind of getting into that posterior aspect of the hip, sort of in the area of the glute knee, glute min, hip abduction, weak and painful, um, which is a painful, you know, then a little bit of weakness because of the pain. Um, and hip extension actually wasn't too bad, though. But he, he lacked a little bit, he lacked hip extension, or sorry, hip, it did lack a little hip extension range of motion, but especially lacked hip uh external rotation. It was painful, but it was also kind of a, a nice sort of firm end feel. Um, and so my my diagnosis ultimately was basically sort of like a, a gluteal tendinopathy. Uh, and I've seen this several times um, over the past couple of years of diagnoses of sciatica with, and turning especially in older people, turning out to be more of a gluteal tendon type dysfunction, whether it's tendinopathy or, you know, whatever you, whatever else you want to call something in that region in the hip. Um, and it's, you know, part of my thing was like, you know, certainly younger clinicians um, can often maybe read more into, diag you know, diagnosis of sciatica, being referred to by a spine specialist, making certain assumptions about what, you know, doctors might, examination might um, kind of show. Obviously, we know, you and I know, and a lot of our listeners know very well what uh, meaning or lack of meaning behind MRI findings, but not all clinicians do that. And so it was more just of like a, you know, a warning like, hey, you know, just because the diagnosis is this, just because the MRI or X-ray says this does not mean that you are exempt from doing a, a thorough clinical exam, because that can certainly make a difference uh, in diagnosis and, of course, the patient's outcome. and. You know, after seeing him for just a couple of weeks, he's responding really well to, you know, mobilizing the hip. We're starting to progress some. You know, we started with some hip abduction isometric, some um, even some you know some bridging, even working on sort of uh, banded squats, these kinds of things. And he's doing, you know, he's doing really well. And all of a sudden, he's uh, some of the activities that have been really painful for him, he's tolerating a whole lot better. Um, and we got to the point actually. I saw him yesterday. He had had sort of a setback over the weekend. And, as, you know, I said, like, I've been doing all my things like three times a day. And I said, what have you been doing three times a day? And he basically, he's been doing all of the exercises three times a day. So like the resisted exercises, like bridges and, and, and banded squats and hip abduction and sort of a supine sort of banded clamshell type thing. And so then I realized that, Either he misunderstood or I certainly uh, have to take the ownership of not making it fully clear that these exercises should not be done three times a day. 
um, especially when you're getting into resistance exercises. And that's why he was having more, had more uh, of a flare up over the weekend from overdoing it. So we really, I really made sure that he understood that, you know, some of the hip mobility things could certainly be done multiple times a day. But anything with the resistance, I said at the most, I would want him to do them just three times a week. And really, if he's coming in once or twice to see me during the week, he only has to do those only once on his own. Because certainly, um, he, I think he overdid it. And you wouldn't go to the gym every day and do the same, the same resistance stuff every day. At a certain point, you're just going to be overtraining, and that's going to have a negative effect. Yeah, for sure. Although I don't think most patients, I don't think we would do that. But I, I don't know if most. 82 year old patients would know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, oh, yeah, I, I apologize for not, if I did not make that clear, because that is something that we certainly do not want to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that's a good story. Yeah. And yeah, I think that um, it reminded me of a story where, you know, I tried a lot of this stuff on a very similar, like very active older gentleman, I think in his late 70s. His doctor told him he should never go ice skating again. He, was, he grew up as a ice hockey player. And he just needed a lot of quad and hamstring and glute strength. And after a lot of loading, he was just quite a bit better after, you know, seeing him at like every other week for six weeks. Um, very, very similar kind of case. And I know that there's also like a, um, there's some sort of test that I, I believe is pretty sensitive for glute med tendinopathy about just how long can you stand on one leg? And I think if you can, if you can't do it for more than 30 seconds, I think it's pretty sensitive for glute tendinopathy. Um, I'd have to review it, but I read it on, um, on Peter Malyaris's blog. Mm, okay. I'll have to, yeah, I don't, I'm not familiar with it, but I know not, I, now that you said it, I didn't remember it, but he could not even do it for more than like two seconds. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> that could be many things, but that would definitely be positive for that as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was, you know, it was limited because of like just discomfort specifically in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, uh, where can people find you again, Andrew? People can find me uh, on Instagram and sometimes on Twitter at spear underscore physio and also uh, modern rehab mastery, modern patient education. All right. And Andrew will be starting his modern patient education module of our online mentoring program this month to date it November 2020. Exactly. All right. Have a good day. You too. Well, you can find me, uh, Dr. E, at Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors, so one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, so go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q&As every week. Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's Modern Strike Training BFR Certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon. That's Modern Manual Therapy. Um, in U.S., Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.